Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Good Morning Show. I'm Carrie Berry here with your host, Ted. Good morning, friends. Grab a coffee and a smoke and your tinfoil hat because we're going to be getting a little bit more uh, schizo here on the Good Morning Show. Yes, we have a new segment for you. Yep, and we're going to return to our roots where I came from, which is just talking about tinfoil hat stuff conspiracy theories and all that kind of fun mm-hmm. stuff you know i just figure i'm tired of talking about politics like constantly about these dipshits i don't want to talk about it i want to talk about some weird stuff i want to talk about mud floods and and ufos whether they come from space or from under the ground or who, who cares mm-hmm. there's something out there yeah well uh, we'll still talk a little bit about these dipshits yeah 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 we can't but. ignore the dipshits they're part of the overall conspiracy against the rest of us thinking people Right. So we got to keep them in mind. We just have to add a little something extra. A little bit something, yeah. You know, not too much news. We'll go a little bit more interesting. So let's talk about Bigfoot, Dogman, whatever. Yeah, and I think we're going to have some guests coming up here soon. I'm not saying yeah. this, you know, next week, this week, week after that, whatever. You know, it might be a month or two, but we are definitely going to talk to some people and uh, get some of their stranger experiences or theories or whatever they want to talk about. So if you want to talk to us, why don't you reach out in our DMs or the Good Morning Show DMs and let us know, and uh, we'll have you on. So, Carrie, you know how my dad used to work at Nintendo? Yeah. Well, he was a cop, too. But he, of he also did work at Nintendo. Uh, he has this buddy, okay, who used mm-hmm. to work at Nintendo with him, who now works at the Boomer Channel. Oh. And I was talking to him the other day, and he slipped a little something in my hand surreptitiously. And it was a copy of this week's Spook Chasers Ooh. ahead of time. Nice. A little preview. What do you say? You want to listen? Yes. All right. Let's hear it. Pop it on. Tonight on the Boomer Channel, Spook Chasers. I'm Cole Whipley and I'm a telephone lineman by day and a paranormal investigator by night. I've assembled a crack team of top talent in the field of paranormal investigation, and they call us the Spook Chasers. All right, team, we're here at the residence of Leroy Jenkins in an undisclosed town in southern Wisconsin. He's been experiencing a very terrifying and potentially deadly haunt. Objects have been hurled across the room. People have been slapped, bitten, and tripped we're dealing with the dangerous entity here team let's get to work meet mr leroy jenkins retired weed dealer and rapper mr jenkins can you tell us exactly what's been happening in your home take it from the beginning well it all started as soon as i turned the spare bedroom into my studio i'm a rapping yo they call me two nuts on soundcloud i'm about to blow up blow up nigga she this motherfucking ghost started tripping as soon as i laid down my first track Nigga yeeted my Hennessy across the room. Levitating objects, amazing. My soundboard wouldn't work. Lights was all flipping and shit. My weed been blowing all over the motherfucking place. Then my man Big Howe got slapped like a $2 hoe. We was like, the fuck? Where you at, nigga? Where you at? You know what I'm saying? I pop off a few rounds, but I ain't hit no ghosts. Yeah, I felt something bite my nose. Shit hurt, dog. It's fucked up. So the entity attacked you physically? And call me nigga with a hard off. Racist and violent. This is an interesting development. Okay, Mr. Jenkins, I'm going to call in my team and we're going to get to work. All right, nigga. Bust that motherfucking ghost. 
All right, team. Looks like we have a violent and racist entity on our hands. I want a standard surveillance setup with an emphasis on motion detectors. Brenda, you and I are going to try to get some EVPs and see if we can draw them out. Yes, Cole. Can already send something lurking, watching. Mental shields up, Cole. It is very powerful and racist. Father Francis, you're the paranormal racism expert here. Have you encountered anything like this before? Only once. I barely escaped with my life. A retired Boston cop didn't know he was dead and wanted to know why black people were living in his home. It was terrible, Cole. Speaking of black people, T-Money is no longer with the show. We have a new technical director. I'd like to introduce JT. JT, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Hey, y'all. JT here. I've been ghost hunting for about 10 years now. I know my way around industry equipment, even put together a couple of my own. Y'all ever hear of the Yid Finder, the device that detects Jews? Of okay. course. Well, I modified it to detect Jewish ghosts. Wow. wow. I took it to Auschwitz, and y'all know what I found? No. What? Nothing. Okay. Thanks, JT. Why don't we go to a commercial break? Then we'll come back and investigate. From Slapahole Falls, Wisconsin, Deep Dick's Beer brings to you American Heroes of Racism. This week, we bring to you Willie Longneck Johnson from Birmingham, Alabama. Willie wasn't no ordinary dumb black. He could tell the difference between a Pollock and a Mick and deliver a blistering insult in a heartbeat. So here's to you, Willie. Racists all over America salute you. Thank you, Willie. America needs racism like yours now more than ever. From Slapahoe Falls, Wisconsin, Deep Dick's Beer brings to you American Heroes of Racism. Okay, welcome back to Spook Chasers. We're at the residence of Leroy Jenkins investigating a violent and racist paranormal entity. Our team psychic Brenda and I are in Mr. Jenkins' studio, the apparent source of the haunting. We're going to try and gather some EVPs. EVP stands for Electronic Voice Phenomena. It's ghost talk. We're going to try and record any audible activity from this entity. Brenda, will you try and draw out the entity? Of course, Cole. Spirit, why are you so angry? Show yourself. We mean you no harm. Fuck! Something just threw a crumb cup across the room and it shattered. Brenda, talk to me. What can you sense? It is angry. It keeps shouting. Get out, you greaseball. And go pick some olives, Wog. It knows you're Greek? Amazing. Spirit, why are you angry with Mr. Jenkins? Father Francis, get down to the studio. Cole, Brenda, are you all right? It knows I'm Greek, Father. Father in heaven, I thought you were Italian. 
Father, we need your expertise. It gets enraged every time we bring up Mr. Jenkins. It may see you as an authority figure because you're a priest. Good idea, Cole. Spirit, why do you trouble this poor man? What has he done to you to deserve this? Get out, you frog! It knows I'm French, Cole. I'm only one-sixteenth French. This is a powerful entity, Cole. We should leave. Let's get back to the command center and review the evidence. You're French? We're back in the command center, and we're going to go over the evidence. What did we get, team? I picked up an EVP in the hallway. Listen up. Do you hate rap music? Poor monkey! Amazing. JT, you had something too? I analyzed the audio with a program I designed called the Super Hitler 9000. I came across something. The microphones I placed in the room Mr. Jenkins was sleeping in didn't appear to pick up any abnormalities at first, but listen up to this, guys. It sounds like it's saying... It's a nigger! This motherfucker, hold I'm getting out of here. You hoggies gotta go. I'm gonna stay with my sister in Memphis. Well, looks like that's another episode of Spook Chasers. I'm Cole Whipley. This place is haunted like a motherfucker, and I'll see you next week. And now for weather on the whatevers, here's your weatherman, Archie Hegsworth. Take it away, Archie. Poopy's coming. Poopy's coming. That's crazy. Baby. And now the news with Carrie and Ted. In entertainment news... From TMZ Sports, on Monday, Hulk Hogan pulled a teen out of a car that flipped over. That's fucking badass. That is badass. Hey, I, I wanted this to be a surprise, but you, of course, saw it. Oh, no. When the Hulkster does a good deed, all the little Hulkamaniacs in the world feel it. I, I felt it. I felt when the Hulkster <laughs> did a good deed. Like, all the Hulkamaniacs in the world. We were strengthened by it. So you, know? you didn't even need the internet to tell you. No, I actually knew. <laughs> I knew when he was doing it. I was lending my strength to him. Because sometimes the Hulkster will ask for his, you know, the faith of his Hulkamaniacs <laughs> and the strength of his Hulkamaniacs <laughs> to overcome an insurmountable obstacle. And you give your energy to the Hulkster and he, he prevails. That's, that's pretty sweet, though. I, I don't know how I would handle that. I would think I was dying. If you were the oh my person God, brother, them. like the Hulkster's saving me like oh, i in, must in have died his, in his I'm nwo in, t-shirt I'm, yeah he was in his of course he was in a bandana and he had a, a freaking <laughs> black and white nwo shirt on hell yeah brother you know you could, <laughs> I, you know he was like come on you're you're, you're all right brother well it was a little it was a well it was a 17 year old girl he doesn't care everybody's but, brother to Hulk oh, okay. Hogan. okay that's fair maybe he's his sister <laughs> I, he probably a brother he doesn't care he doesn't not even paying attention to gender he might call her a kid I could see him doing that. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sweet, though. I wonder if he ripped the door off or anything like really badass. Probably. No, no cool I don't think so. So he was with, I don't know if you saw this, he was with, is it Jake Rask, like a friend of his? Oh, I don't, yeah. But, so he was in the car with them, with mm-hmm. him and his wife, Hulk Hogan and his okay. wife. This guy, Daly. 
Okay, yeah, it's like his new wife. They both went to help, so I guess the Hulkster got there first. Imagine getting saved by the Hulkster and his wife and his buddy. And his buddy, his friend was a Marine. Oh. So he's he knows how to handle yeah, an emergency yeah, situation. A... It, what's funny is the pictures that TMZ shares as well. I bet I bet the wife was taking the pictures. Probably. Because they're all, like, as it's happening. Like, one of these pictures is of Jake running to the car and the Hulkster's already there. I got her brother, so she, Jake. She had to have taken the pictures and then, like, given them to Help me lift this car media. up off him, brother. But, so the what Hulkster's happened... just a fender bender. I guess what happened was there was a car in the left lane. They're on the freeway, mm-hmm. and this was in Tampa, Florida. Okay. Car in the left lane, and it, it was about to miss the exit that it needed. So, of course, had zero consideration for like <laughs> making course. sure everybody lives through this. And was like, it's really important that I get to that exit, just like so many people would do. I cut across and clipped this girl. So Man. him cutting across, this other guy cutting across to make the exit, the girl flipped, and they were like behind it. They saw the Holy whole thing. Holy shit. So they pulled over. Over, and then the Hulkster. I wonder if like the, Hulk, the Hulkster and his body like beat the shit out of the guy. You know, <laughs> they like, didn't big say boot, that, that they did. But... Body slam, leg drop, <laughs> fucking cops show up. Hulkster's doing his like end of WrestleMania <laughs> celebration. Every all of a sudden, there's like just hundreds of people gathered around. It's funny the article doesn't mention real that Americans playing. There's like no mention. I of wonder him if even, he like, has his charges theme music being pressed or anything set up for that. For when he's like, like could you imagine you're just like taking, you know, action. like the holster pulls you out, the the medics got you in that like neck collar, and you're in a, the, the the blanket like in the movies, you know, for some reason you're in shock, <laughs> and the holster's like, glad I could help, brother, you know, and then just faintly in the background, it's either like I'm a real American, you know, the old like you're, you're it's like, just faintly. Like, where's that coming? From? It's from his car. He and his wife go fucking play. Or the NWO, if he's in a, you know, sassier mood, he's got the NWO music playing. He's kind of a little cockier with everything. So that'd be, that as a wrestling fan, that'd be, wow. I, she had to have known who it was, or at least thought, like, it, there's no way. You know? Like, I mean, in that you moment, know, too, you're like, I'm in shock. Depending on how mind, young no she is, there's no way Hulk Hogan's pulling me out of the She park. might really not know, and if she does, he might just be a racist Hulkster. Because of all that shit, when he went to court, you know, he I was mean, like, I mean, she's 17, though, so how much does she know about anything no, well, they think they going do. on in the world? We all know that. They, yeah, they, they, they have a way better handle. They could figure it yeah, out right they know now. Everything. Just let them vote. They'll vote everybody free shit. Why was everybody got to fight over? Just give all control to everybody under 18. Yeah, yeah. They'll uh, do a much a better job. A child will save us. Oh, my God. Imagine that shithole. We do need to take the power out of the hands of people who are 80. Yeah, yeah. And and kept together by baby's blood and, and cybernetic parts from mm-hmm. China. And, and guilt. And, and, and fear of being uh, blackmailed or something. So what I do love about this article, though, TMZ simply refers to Hulk Hogan as HH a few times. <laughs> ah, yes. Thought that was pretty brother. So apparently the girl's okay. She didn't seem to be too bad when you know when they were going to Well the power of all the Hulkamaniacs, no matter what, she's probably actually paralyzed. She's probably horribly injured and disfigured. And as the Hulkster touched her and the power of Hulkamania flowed through (laughs) him into her, she was probably instantly healed. The fucking miracle. It is. That's badass though. It's a miracle, yeah. That is that is really cool. It's like the beginning of a wrestling video game story. Like when you're playing, you know, the wrestling games and you got to do that season where you create a guy. It's like something to have. You get saved in a car accident by the Hulkster. You help me in my match, brother. SummerSlam's next week. The main event. I need a tag team partner. I can just see the cutscene. Sure, Hulk. <laughs> it's my big break. <laughs> this is in the wrestling biz. 
Moving along. Outstanding. Something a little less fun and a little more creepy. Okay, that's fine. From CNN, the FDA just approved using a gene therapy called CRISPR treatment Mm -hmm. for a second disease. Oh, how's the first one? The first one. Is it eradicated? Is sickle cell. Did they get rid of it? It's bull- what were they going to give the have. blacks but back That was then? just approved. You it can't was- just get rid of sickle cell. It's like one of the things that keeps them in check. Bullshit. You're making a fucking su- super Negro. Well, That's what they're doing. They? See? Probably. Let's get a little bit deeper into oh, this. It's like Urukai or something. They approved the use of this gene therapy for sickle cell only in December. So it really hasn't been long Shit, enough to see what's going to happen. Who knows? Feral Negroes with no sickle cell? What could happen? This other disease is called beta <laughs> thalassemia. Beta thalassemia. Oh, okay. For betas, like baggy betas. For beta males. Bitch asses. They're going to be like turn into alpha decilema now? Like they're all, or the sigma decilema? Maybe there's like a choice. I'm sure you <laughs> could do it. It's just a matter of coding. There's probably a lot of shit. Well, there's we two do. different forms of this. Thalassemia, which I I learned that actually from the NIH website. I had, there was a few things I had to look up because obviously CNN isn't going to give you a whole lot of information. For example, them mentioning sickle cell made me wonder what are the demographics we're looking at yeah, for this thalassemia. Yeah, that's all back. And of course, the article wouldn't tell me. And so in in digging and digging, I I, I had to go to the NIH it's website yeah. in order to find that information. You are not wrong. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm not. According to the NIH, beta thalassemia is more prevalent in the populations around the Mediterranean, the Middle East, Central and Southeast Asia, India, and also very common among populations of African descent. So pretty much third world hordes are having another yoke taken off of them. But who knows though? Come on, we're in early development of this, not development, but usage of it as far as what it can and can't do. This gene therapy. What if, uh, you know, it makes them not as loud? See, you know what I'm saying? If we could use it for good. Smelly. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, and make them white. Why wouldn't we do? We should do that. Make them white. You could probably do that. You probably could. You probably could. I mean, who knows? So what? What this treatment does? This huh. this CRISPR treatment. I'm going back to college. I'm gonna get a new degree in uh, whatever it is that turns everybody to white. I'm gonna get a degree in genetics and turn everybody white. Yeah, just... I like that. It's like the reverse of the global goal at the, yeah. at the time right now. Except you, so you, they can't be wrong base material. Mm, cannot be turned no. white. Good to know. Only so this CRISPR gene therapy, this is noted in the CNN article as well, of course, as obviously the NIH website. The CRISPR-based therapy, what they produce, they refer to this, quote, medicine. <laughs> this is called... Base material, base, you know. Casgevy. Okay. C-A-S-G-E-V-Y. What they do is they take some of the patient's stem cells. Mm-hmm. Then they modify that gene inside the stem cell so because what what this condition is is the, the person's body's not producing enough hemoglobin okay according to the nih website the hemoglobin is what brings oxygen into the cell Mm-hmm. If it's not being produced sufficiently, mm-hmm. then the person's going to have like you know less oxygenated cells yeah, and it causes yeah. a whole lot of problems. Um, anemia. I don't want is more main oxygenated issue. blacks. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> it doesn't bode well for me. We need to stop this. We should go march on them. Pitchforks, torches. March on the FDA. Yeah, start some rumor up in the 
community, if you know what I mean, that they're trying to actually steal their melanin from their genes. Well, we don't know if they are or not, though. That's that's what's creepy about it. So they oh. so they modify the cell so that it'll produce more hemoglobin, and then they put that back into the person, and then it writes the yes code the other cells that starts to duplicate yeah, right exactly yeah. and then and then their body's producing more hemoglobin mm-hmm. and then they they're healthy and, and eventually yeah, the healthy cells just outnumber and right because the, the current the treatment is to just start. give these people blood transfusions yeah yeah to the like healthy blood that does have the yeah. hemoglobin but if apparently and I didn't know this if you have a lot of blood transfusions it can result in having too much iron in your body. And oh, then that actually does yeah, damage. Like that. it does damage. Because it deposits. To your it, liver. Yeah, yeah, because it'll deposit places that's not going to stay in your fucking bloodstream as much. It's going to so, go, so yeah. So these people then have to have the other treatments for that. So this is a, a, a hope that yeah, in modifying in it. Right. But I don't trust these fucking mad scientists. So what are they really doing? Somebody put those diseases in there in the first place, though. I do believe they're, that. They're like bad markers. Like they, they did it to hamper us all. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I believe, you know. We've been seeing a lot of stuff on Cabbage Patch uh, kids lately. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, watching the, the history whole, of the that, 1800s yeah. and cloning. And apparently you could order a baby and these incubator babies. And none of it really stands up. It's fucking weird. Like why didn't we have a national week of studying this shit and find out what happened? You know, why, why did we need to repopulate in the late 1800s? What happened? Mm-hmm. What's Where with there the were orphan all trains? these kids? Where were their parents? Everywhere. Devil's Night is based on these kids' gangs that are roaming, just left to roam the streets. Where the hell are these kids' parents? Yeah. Where are their parents? Yeah, what you happened? Know? And nobody talks about it. And, and you wonder, like, with no internet, no phones, communication through post, mm-hmm. how much would you know what's going on in each part of the United States if that's your view? If yep. that's your line of information if the rest of the country's undergoing a lot of shit would you know and on an individual basis it was very taboo to be adopted uh-huh. but let's say 90 percent of your town's kids they're all adopted what would have been the problem selling everybody yeah. if, if nobody knew that they themselves were adopted because you don't we didn't you didn't start telling kids that that they're adopted that didn't start being okay until if i remember the correctly 80s. like the 80s yeah they started the sitcoms, putting it in tv shows yeah. right right yeah. where people are discovering oh my God. that they're adopted i'm adopted no. yeah and then i, I was talking about it with red a few years back because mm-hmm. i realized i bet he has no idea that people didn't tell yeah. their kids they were adopted and i brought that up to him and he was what 13 at the time yeah. and i told him that and and he was like what why why wouldn't you yeah. tell them but that was the way that it was so what if most of the kids in in your town are adopted they don't even the little ones don't even know it their older <clears throat> siblings may know but they're going to keep their mouths shut because they don't you don't want to be viewed as some kind of homeless yeah, you vagabond a, yeah, a urchin exactly a street kid which a lot some of them dirty street kid yeah. right exactly a lot of, you An know orphan. And, and if they're making clones maybe those street kids are the defectives you know what i'm saying um they got issues you, you know when you think mm-hmm. about like the, that street mentality where does that come from where did it originate at like where you have all these children on the, on the freaking streets. You just kind of take it for granted when you're a kid and you're learning about it. I'm almost 50, you know, and, and now I'm only starting to critically think on the whys of a lot of this this stuff that's always bugged me. And, and it, it did, the foundlings and orphans and storks bringing babies. And where does this shit come from? Mind Unveiled on YouTube is an 
I think the source to go to for this cabbage patch, 1800s cloning, uh, what we're discussing right now, the incubator babies. Yeah, the video they put together was excellent. Yeah. Yeah, but we have seen this from, from others. We've seen this from Martin Litka. We've yeah. seen this from John Levi. Uh, autodidactic, so. you know... Um, it's a it's a well discussed topic. Brought it up, I believe, in his 1902 specials. I think they brought up the incubator babies because you know, yeah, he brings, yeah. he brings well, up the concept of them bringing in repopulation after these disasters from underground. Where I first learned about the orphan trains was actually from Max Egan. Yeah, yeah, that was the first thing I ever saw. Mud so, flood too. Yes, uh, it was mud flood and and that. Yeah, and that was you know. And when you start thinking about it, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't hold water. This would require a lot of parents dying. How right. did they die? How were they? You, you just kind of get this thing. Oh, everything must have been super dangerous and killed people left and right. And we're how are we functioning? How are we building these, keeping civilization going? Mm-hmm. In the meantime. Know, in the meantime. And then there's nothing maintained and written about that history of whatever yeah. it was that happened. So to your point, what if these kids, these hundreds of thousands of children all over the world, are clones? What if we are all descendants of well, clones? Well, what I was getting Orphan to, clones. What I was moving towards was watching Mind Unveiled. He had some old, like an ad for these babies. In the ad, there's like the words repopulation on there in big letters. Mm-hmm. And it had like the, a picture of the goddess. I can't... Maybe Ishtar. I don't want to misquote who it was. Mm-hmm. But like a fertility goddess. And with these little babies in... They were popping out of cabbage patches and stuff like that, like these cabbage patch kids, which that's really weird when you go to their factory. They're all given a birth certificate and they're all like born. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one. It's a little bit uh, ritualistic behavior. And I wonder what it's trying to justify. What is that ritual trying to reinforce? Wouldn't that, that would be what you'd be doing a ritual for to reinforce some sort of, you know, action, some mm-hmm. effect from your cause. Were we wiped out? Because it's another thing said, talking about outbreak of sterility the people mm-hmm. were being born sterile and i'm wondering when we i i mean i'm a believer in these 138 year cycles you know it starts mm-hmm. to look like that time repeating in those right, 138 from year chunks archaics, from archaics material, yeah material. that's kind of where i'm at right now that's where the data is at mm-hmm. i would say like the hard data where you can go and source it from different old books nothing nothing new that like man doesn't source from anything new it's all mm-hmm. old stuff before these vultures these parasites got their hooks into us yeah. as much and this is jason Brashears. yeah jason Brashears of archaics.com he's on youtube too i recommend it um i think we've talked about him before mm-hmm. on the show i think so I'm wondering if in these 138-year cycles that somewhere in the late 1800s, they hit this kind of decadent, uh, never-ending war, you know, vaccines and all the shit we're going through, you know, were they going through it too where everybody's at a point where they were like either sterile from God knows whatever, maybe vaccines, maybe who the hell knows, some fad. Uh, they want kids or they get an option to order children that was something i was seeing too like do you want blonde hair they could Mm -hmm. you know give you a blonde hair Mm -hmm. green eye baby stuff like that they were you know with certain attributes so they had these designer babies these ads for it and these incubate you know the evidence is all there that a whole bunch of people were were made to order how good is the technology to do that like is it going to work out clearly it did we all got cancer and we're all dying and we all fucking 
we crap out. But this shows us that all of these scientific techniques that we have, scientific knowledge that we have right now, is not new. No, yeah, it's all, it's old, it's old. So if they're modifying genes of Southeast Asians and blacks right now. Yeah, what have they done to our people? What have we done? Yeah, what kinds of experiments have they done just over the millennia? Yeah. When you think about it. But what is what is their plan? What are they going to do to... Who's they? Is it, is it an ever-changing landscape of power? We always think of they, but there's shit going behind the scenes with all these factions. It could just be constantly shifting who's in power and plans could change. I don't know. You know, you think I, I think that there's obviously a final boss, but I think the final boss wouldn't mind playing elements off against mm. each other. We're seeing that right now, or at least we're seeing like a, a feint. They're giving all these the Epstein yeah. client lists coming out. That's true. And, Certain people get like sacrificed. Yeah. You know, yeah. thrown under the bus. Weinstein. And and to usher in the enemy, they're gonna have to make a lot and so you gotta be wary of getting what you asked for. You might be cheering mm-hmm. when like seven, eight hundred MFers get hung on TV for treason and yay, 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 but you know, who's doing it? You gotta see who's behind it. Right. Because that would be a great way to usher an enemy in mm-hmm. is to have them do something wonderful and take care of the old uh regime. Yeah, it's like the fade Raban mm-hmm. strategy from Dune. Yeah. Raban's the beast, he brutalizes the Fremen in Arrakis. He just brutalizes it, squeezes all the spice he can out of it, and treats the people horribly. And the Baron's plan, Baron Harkonnen's plan, was to send his much better looking other nephew in to kill Raban, and then he would be the hero. It was like Machiavellian. He would come in and say that it was the same old business, but Fade would be squeezing twice as much as Raban got up spice, just because they wanted to do it for him. You know, it was like the plan. He would be the hero. The final boss, though, would still be who's in control. So regardless of, let's say, Trump is is the hero and he Mm -hmm. comes in and he drains the swamp and all these people get hanged, but Trump is owned and run and operated as well by whoever's already controlling all of these other people. Exactly. And here's this question I pose. Trump pushed their plans back four years is what we've always said. You know, and it seems to match up with the way COVID came out, how, how screwy everything's been all of a sudden. All these plans are like derailing. It's like just having them in in 2016 wasn't supposed to happen. It's still just pushed back the inevitable. Now we got Biden double squeezing us. We're, we're more fucked. Everything good under Trump's take away so what if we get trump again and then he can't run and we get some other dickhead and they just take it all away it's we need to rebel now we can't what i'm saying is i feel like trump was a stalling tactic against people who are getting sick and tired of their shit because everybody thought oh my god something's getting done and in the short term it was in a lot of cases a lot of things that we really needed just were never done it was all talk and Mm -hmm. bluster shit that really needed to get done Mm -hmm. like a wall with lasers and shit Mm -hmm. and and literal a punitive expedition into mexico Mm -hmm. right or making it illegal for the media to lie to us instead of the act that obama passed yeah Yeah, where they could do propaganda right on us that Uh that trump never repealed as much as he talked about the fake Uh news and then he also pushed the vaccine and still does to this Uh day and he supports israel Mm -hmm. and he went to the wall yeah there there are so many glaring things that show us that he is not really here for our benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we that was really clear too because he just
just got up there and just wanted to please everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, everything was about denouncing white nationalists or whatever. And, you know, just shitting on white nationalists and raising up everybody else and making, like, the Negro deal or whatever the hell that was. Trump was born out of the groundswell of, like, 4chan Polak fucking white nationalists. That groundswell, what lit the fire, his initial ignition off of any fucking launch pad, comes from white nationalists, race realists. That's where it comes from. It wasn't these neocon faggots. The kids loved them. The younger guys who are just the children of neocons who don't like fags and blacks, they liked him because he was an asshole. Which everybody does like him because he's an asshole and he mm-hmm. talks shit and he's talking shit yeah. for your side. Yeah, I, and I liked, liked that because finally he, someone was talking shit. shit. But to do all that, we fought the fucking boomers who wanted Ted Cruz or fucking Jeb. These supposed Republicans who I don't like Trump. We shamed them into supporting them. We educated them into supporting them too. No, there was shame. It was like, fuck you, you faggot. You want, you want to send your grandkids over to another sand nigger war for fuckhead it's oil dollars? They're the ones that are the biggest backers of MAGA today. It, it, exactly. And they got their little faggy fucking meme war veteran shit, mm-hmm. which, you know, hey, we're all a veteran of it. But they forget that a lot of those motherfuckers didn't have his back and it was literal white nationalists and race realists shit posting on 4chan poll board and, and talking shit on Reddit. I remember guys were already calling Trump a kike in, in 2015 when he came down the escalator. There were guys guys on Reddit in the old Chimpire subreddits, the, the hate subreddits, that were like, fuck, Trumpstein, uh, Drumpstein was his name on the on the Coontown board, I believe, for a while. I was like, fuck that kike, his, his daughter is a Jew. And you got the whole Jared Kushner, the 666 uh, yeah, Park Yeah, the Ave place that they bought. Sweet, yeah, there's like whole thing there was a conspiracy i want to say i I would call it a conspiracy because it was it seems to me it's literal shit just dropped out there that jared kushner was the antichrist okay and there was a goddess ceremony or uh avana Mm -hmm. that happened at the house right that that happened at the house but their whole relationship was based on like doing some fucking ceremony and that's like the early days i heard about this in probably like 2014 i would say i heard about 2015 Oh, it was before he did anything running for president because I thought to me he's just a rich guy mm-hmm. who did who helped WrestleMania out. Was always at WrestleMania. I like Donald Trump. He talked shit about that pig Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, he's great. My mom hated him, so I, of course I loved him. It was the first thing I ever heard, and it, it stuck in my head. And then and you heard. And, but what was it for her? It was some kind of like the ceremony, some prophecy to make her like the queen of the world yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, she was like a, the goddess queen of the world. Yeah, he they're was, still young. I mean, they were just running around like dildos, totally pissing in everybody's face, doing their behind-the-scenes bullshit. Yeah, the whole you time. Know? But all that shit was probably theater, so they could just distract us and keep us... It was great. $2 gas is great. It was great. We should live... We shouldn't be right. grateful for living way shittier than we really deserve. It's still not good enough. Mm-hmm. And if but, you say different, you're a fucking slave. But there were noticeable benefits like that. And the tax cut, I saw that immediately yeah, I saw in, it in, in my paycheck. Time. Yeah, yeah. Hit my freaking, I remember it hit my paycheck. I thought something was wrong. That they didn't take insurance off. Yeah. But there were so many things that he didn't do that he should have done. Yeah, that he could have just done. Right. And it's very obvious every other president fucking did it ever. And they all got their gay libraries, their statues, and their elementary schools. 
He he should have been what the media was telling us he is. If he had been what they were telling us he is, then I think, well, one, he'd still be in power yeah. publicly. And th- I think the country would be in a great place. I really do. If, mm-hmm. he, if he came in and he was like a, some type of nationalist dictator, I think we'd be in a better spot than we are right now. Yeah, yeah. All you really got to do is steamroll the fucking initial paid for protest. Because really, let's be serious. If real everyday people protested, like they don't. They don't. It doesn't matter what happens. You're going to go out in the streets because some criminal got killed and it's some like 80s movie where all the grandmas are whispering it in the backyard and everybody's just had enough. Bullshit. Some Jew is organizing it. And, and leading it and by train, it's a it's a military operation. By all rights, in a court of law, you should be able to fucking steamroll it, pike their fucking heads, and call it a day. Appoint the lead investigator into the incident, the guy who actually led the, the skullcracking raid. Let that guy judge his job. That's what you should have done. When they were outside the White House, man... I'd have popped up them Gatling guns that you know they got underneath the bushes. You just pop up and oh, fucking... Dude, I would have smoked them. Why not drone strike the CNN? Why not? These are legitimate enemy targets. They're legitimate enemy targets. You, as a president, fucking yeah, drone strike them. They're not the real press. Don't go hitting Joe from Jers or Brooklyn Dad with the... You know what I'm saying? Or one of the crashes. Don't go doing that. Even though they're bought and paid for fucking shills. And there's an individual person there. I'm talking institution. It's organized. That, to me, signifies... And, and what it's doing, the purpose of a system is what it does. It's harming you. I drone strike the shit out of that. Seeing a bone done first day. Bam! Arrest every fucking billionaire. Bam! Not take their wealth. Go through the whole first line. Leave it to their oldest kid. See what you do with that shit, with your money, if you do it responsibly. Or else maybe you're going to get machine gunned, and your kid have to do better. I know I'm crazy here, but I think we should elect politicians to lifetime terms. And every three years, they get a vote of confidence. They can either leave, they can either step down and say, I'm, I'm, I'm done, thank you. Or they can uh, have a vote of confidence, no confidence. If they get no confidence, hang the motherfucker. Lived on the government tit all this time in charge. People want to hate you. It would just make people a lot more honest. I think mm-hmm. they would be behaving in the interest of the constituency. Because I don't think we really see that. When we do, those people disappear from the House of Representatives. They win some weird-ass districts and states, these people who are trying to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, they win it, and they get, like, one term because the incumbent died or something. And it was just, like, catching lightning in a bottle. And they try to go to Washington, and they're like, you can't do shit. What do you mean I got to blow you? <laughs> That's the kind of shit? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a trillionaire. You got to blow me. If you want this law really to get passed. You know, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Entering the Schizo Zone. Talking about all these clones and all this other stuff, it brings me to the election of 2020 because that's starting to come back up. My biggest radar with people who are starting to get into camps, especially amongst the right wing side who still have a political solution in their heads, it's like the Trump, the Santis, they're still going at it. 
kind of shit. Those are people who still believe in elections, and nobody addresses 2020. It's still sitting here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually, it's been kind of insane to see people that I follow and often bigger accounts talking about the 2020 election as though Biden won legitimately and we were all just wrong. We got to get this one right. We got to vote harder. I don't know about you guys, but I'm old enough to remember the 2020 election. Well, for us, it's an insane day because not only was there some chicanery going on at the polls, but we saw unidentified aerial phenomena that night. Mm -hmm. First of all, with the polls, we were living in a real small town, Wisconsin. Highly white, I would say. Very white. 2018 election, we went and voted. It was all staffed by old boomers and shit like that. And it was all the people in town. Mm -hmm. Bunch of old white folks. Oh, and when it was pretty strict, you had to show your ID. There was like a whole process, like this whole professional Mm check-in procedure. Yeah, where we sat down with these ladies. Yes, yes. At this table. Yeah, we sat down and we went through this one. They were all older boomer ladies and it was very professional and I I felt like my election was secure. Come 2020, there's a lady in a hijab, a bunch of black ladies and Muslims. Right. What the fuck? It just, it didn't feel right because it was... Mm -hmm our little town, Sturdivant, Wisconsin. There shouldn't have been all blacks and Muslims working the polls, but we learned what happened well, later on. Racine was, Zuckerberg put $2 billion into this town. But our county was red. Yeah. We weren't one of the counties that Lost. were the, the issue, right, as far as... But there was plenty of other... Significant issue. I'm sure that... Plenty I'm sure of other that, cheating going on in that ballot. And... As usual in Racine County. Also, the, the margin by which Trump won in our county is probably not correct. It was probably far more. Yeah. You know what? Because I think that that type of cheating was happening everywhere. And we did have the machines that you feed your ballot into. So who knows what happened? Yeah. You know? But that was the thing. And it was very unprofessional. There was like almost a milling where none of the voters knew what to do. Yes. No one was giving any directions. Everybody from town was trying to do what they've done every election. Wear tables. Why is there a black lady waving me in to vote? I haven't even, you know. Haven't shown anybody my ID. Right, and it was when we walked into the room where all of the, what would you call those, the booths, the Mm -hmm. kiosks were. And they were... That was where they checked your ID in the same room that Mm -hmm. you went and you you voted. And so they checked your ID and handed you your ballot. It was like a seamless transaction that really took no time at all. I didn't feel, I didn't feel like they really validated who I was. No, it was... Even looked at my ID. Yeah, it was very strange. And there was a very, it was a hurried process. And I know everybody wants to say COVID, but why was there black and why was it all fucked up? Because it was designed to be that way. That They were doing it that way under the guise of COVID. COVID didn't make this happen. Everybody was already done with it. When we saw the Jews pulling the strings in the Floyd riots, any thinking person saw it was outraged during the Floyd riots. Mm-hmm. We knew what was what was up. The COVID protocols were just kind of ignored around here, even by libtards, unless they're super libtardy, and then they had to wear the mask and show it off. But you know, people dropped the mask pretty quick here if you didn't have to. Mm-hmm. If you saw somebody else without a mask, odds are around here you would have taken yours. Everybody, mm-hmm. I saw it all the time. If you're not wearing one, it was just a little bit defiant of a spirit around here. But they're just like hurrying everybody out, and you could just feel the confusion. 
It was a beautiful day too. Mm -hmm. It was November, it was. but it was seventy degrees, seventy-five degrees. But later that morning, it was it was afternoon, afternoon yeah, because I had to work. We went on a walk right at like the end of my work day. Yeah. So it was probably three thirty or something. You know, like where That's I was going right. to go yeah. back and do a little bit more work mm -hmm. to wrap it up. We go around the block and we're on the very Main, last yeah, leg stretch. of our trip. Yeah. And look up in the sky and there's a plane. Look like a passenger plane, like normal. United flight, but it wasn't. It was stopped in midair, and it was just sitting there. And it was just—it was like hovering, hovering, and it didn't look like a plane. It looked like what a child would draw of a plane. It's too far away for me to see many details, but the shape of the wings is all wrong, and it's just sitting there in midair. See, and that didn't even stand out to me, that it didn't look right as far as a plane goes. Mm -hmm. The only thing striking me was, and I, I think I even said it, because we were both just looking at it, and I said, how is it just sitting there? Because yeah. I was trying to think to myself, does that make sense? Can planes hover? You know, and I'm like, I don't think they can so as we were having that conversation about whether planes can hover or not and how weird that is we walked past it and then when we what four or five steps we we were still talking about it so yeah. we stopped to look back at where it was to see if it was still hovering and, and it had bolted it was assholes and elbows it was like in detroit toward the lake yeah it was like off, way over lake Michigan. yeah like yeah like north like gone it would have been out like a shot east it like shot northeast and was way the hell Mm -hmm. away from us but you could still see it. you could see the tail end of it yeah and 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 then we're both like how did it get that far that yeah, quickly it's just gone had it been going like a shot but it, it didn't look right very strange yeah it didn't look right at all i have no idea what it is what do you think it was you've, um, you've had theories yeah i have theories about a lot of stuff that just <laughs> is less and less insane with more information hitting me I think it was some kind of monitor or maintenance drone or some piece of independent machinery for this construct. Whatever, it, maybe it's just an observer. But feel it was like uh, something to do with the maintenance and upkeep of this realm, whatever it is that we're in this construct. Mm -hmm. That's my thought now. It seemed intelligent in the fact that it just ran off as soon as it, it turned our backs. It seemed to know that we were looking at it, though. Yeah, I, kinda, I felt yeah. like I Watched. felt yeah, I felt like it was like whoa, they see it me. It was looking you know? at yeah. It just was sitting there hovering. Kind of like like when a little kid throws a blanket over their head and they're mm -hmm. like, you can't see me, you can't see me. It was that kind of a, I'm just going to stay still and I'm just going to hope that they forget about me or stop paying attention to me. I'm going to hope you think I'm a plane or I'm going to mentally project to you that I'm a plane and it wasn't quite coming out. We, you left your phone at home and I think we Wait, both so we left couldn't take a picture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so we didn't take a picture and it really sucked because it was sitting there for a good, we had to be stopped looking at it for I mean, it's a solid, seconds, yeah, yeah, it, it had seconds. to be. I was going to be like a cons more conservative estimate and say like 10 seconds. But even that, can a plane hover no, it's for 10 of, seconds? You've seen those glitch videos, haven't yes, you? Yes, yes, where planes a, are just sitting still I know in the there's air. a bunch that are literally just bullshit. They're crappy Pajits sitting somewhere doing some $5 CGI shit on their phones. But There's some of those. That kind of, that freaking bird. That we've seen that do look like Like that. a bird sit frozen in the air. And with the other stuff too, with those snowballs that lit on fire, the fake snow a few years ago. Remember that? No. There was like fake snow, I want to say in Michigan. It wasn't melting right. People were like, man, there's like this weird snow. It's like not uh, melting right. Oh, that's awful. And they could like pack it up and light it on fire. That's terrible. But it's snow, so it's not like Flint, Michigan tap water where you're like, oh yeah, it's contaminated with kerosene or Magnesium. something. Magnesium. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Flammable shit. Bitterman.
all of these glitchy things yeah. that happen. What the hell is What's this place on? that we're in? And, and the reality is anything that you think that you know, all that you know is what you've ever perceived with your own eyes. And even that, can you even trust it? Yeah. Even that. Anything that we've ever been told by somebody else, and even anything that we've ever read, we cannot trust that these things are true. No. What is the nature of reality? We don't know. A series of experiences. We peer out of these eyes and we have experiences. That's all you have is your two eyes and your experiences. That is it. It's all you know to be happening and that can be fabricated and people can be fooled into what's happening and that's pretty scary it's like where discernment comes in where you really have to get the feel mm-hmm. and I, we were discerning the shit out of that uap whatever that thing was <laughs> and it was giving us the creeps and it's only like 25 seconds but we're talking about it like i remember you saying i feel like it's watching or looking back at us and i remember thinking yeah it's a little weird but i i get uh, it's looking at us too like oh shit i can't move right now it caught me and as soon as we were like looking around like do we bring the phone and broke well, that it, contact my, it was like it was back to you like, it was around hovering you. and then it did start to slowly move and it was like because we were talking about that because yeah. we were like can the plane hover and that's what starts moving slowly forward and then that was when we kind of like disregarded it for a moment as just we were walking a, it's a past brief it moment where i turned before we turned around to, to look it's it, it was, was crazy just, it was just a brief can you believe this crap and then we turn around and it is gone it's heading east mm-hmm. but way over the the lake going back to home into the lake they've had some uh, uso some underwater is that what you think it was doing it's why i do now that i say you know it was headed northeast like it was northeast towards to the lake into the lake because it was just gonna go down into its layer and its tunnels underneath are seen to its vampire overlords to report to report on you on our (laughs) lovely family Uh, much smaller at the time we've grown since then fool not much smaller at the time. No, one, one baby yeah, smaller. Yeah, one baby smaller at I the mean, time. It's a quarter. You know, a sixth. <laughs> of the family. All the boys and us. Yeah, now you gotta worry about Bonk. Hmm. That's why no one wants to mess with us. Because Bonk is so tough. Kick their ass, yeah. Yeah, he would too. He's a tough guy. It was, it was weird though. It was weird and it's got no explanation and I don't know what kind of explanation would be acceptable because I just want to know more and more and more. Couldn't tell me, oh yeah, it was actually a drone. That's not gonna satisfy me. Who's fucking drone? Let me see this shit. What's going on here? Why is uh, why are you spying on us? Yeah. It'd be nice to have some answers one of these days. One that, of these I would like days. that. Yeah. I would like answers. But I notice that the more answers I get, the more questions I have. And mm-hmm. it's a cycle. Yeah, but I good. still want more answers. Yeah, better have more regardless answers. of the exponential questions. You know what I'd like to? More commercial breaks. We'll be right back after these messages. Honey, what's wrong? Baby Chad won't take his pacifier. Have you tried giving him a pine cone instead? What? A pine cone? That's crazy. Honey, it's traditional. Traditional? Yes. Until the early 1900s, mothers would give their crying babies a pine cone to suckle on. Then, the Rockefeller swooped in and paid doctors to recommend pacifiers and disparage the old pine cone method. But aren't pine cones poisonous to babies? <laughs> no, silly. All pine are edible and extremely high in vitamin C, an important part of our child's daily diet. That's amazing. Where did you learn all of that incredible information? The Trad Parenting Institute. It's an online university that specializes in teaching a more traditional lifestyle. 
Next semester, I'm learning button making and flax spinning. Tread Parenting Institute? Button making? That's right. And in 16 to 18 months, I'll have my Trad Wife Diploma. Whether it's using sawdust to thicken the chicken soup or making candles out of earwax, TPI can teach me. Gee, honey, that sounds expensive. It's only $4,200 per semester. That's cheaper than any gender studies degree. And they're gifting free butter churners to the first hundred students. Well, I do love freshly churned butter. I say go for it. <laughs> Thanks, dear. I already did. It was easy. Oh, muffin. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go grab a pine cone. The Trad Parenting Institute is now enrolling. Only $4,200 per semester. Free butter churner to the first 100 enrollees. Visit tradparentinginstitute.edu to enroll. Good morning, babe. Good morning, sweetheart. Would you like some coffee? Of course. Can't say good morning without a coffee and a smoke, but uh, normally our coffee's weak and tastes like ass. Well, I thought we'd try something new. Here, have a sip. Holy shit! That's delicious. It's beyond the ice wall coffee. My heart is racing, too. That's the methamphetamine working. It's got meth in it? It'll keep you moving throughout the day, no matter the conditions or workload. I'll say. I feel invincible on this stuff. Holy shit. Like all Argentinian coffee, it's very finely ground, lightly roasted, and instead of sugar, beyond the ice wall coffee adds a very special ingredient. Meth. I can feel my hair growing. Fuck. That's liquid motivation in that cup. Damn right, honey. I gotta get the fuck out of here and go do something. Bye, sweetie. Well, I guess Beyond the Ice Wall Coffee is a hit with my husband. Rush out and buy a can now. Available at any reputable grocery store. Beyond the Ice Wall Coffee. Because your old brand is weak and tastes like ass. Alright guys, it's that time again. We gotta say goodbye. It's always real sad. We hope you enjoyed the changes we did this week and uh, the ones that are coming. Right, we'll have a variety of topics that we'll explore in episodes to come. Yep, you just let us know what you want to hear and we'll try to tell it to you. Goodbye everybody. We love you. Love you. Bye bye. <laughs>